I would like to welcome back my listener to WTF Politics and other stuff too. Today I'm going to talk about the latest round of stimulus money, also about congressional and Senate Republicans being thrown to the wayside, and the lamestream media's total lack of coverage of the scandal of Governor Cuomo. First, I have to mention a headline from Fox News that made me spit my drink out. On 11 March, the headline read, Hell freezes over, newspaper says. Trump shares credit with Biden on vaccines. Wow. Now that's freaking funny. It appears the New York Times is giving President Trump some credit for getting the COVID vaccine out. Well, wonders never cease. Of course, they had to throw in about our fearless leader getting the latest round of stimulus money out in the uh, in the same story. But, you know, speaking of stimulus money, round three of stimulus money is out. The latest stimulus package has passed and President Biden signed it into law after, well, not too much debate. It should be noted it was passed entirely along party lines. Well, it seems our $1,400 will be coming this month, I guess. A bonus is that if you claim children on your tax returns, you'll get $1,400 each for them as well, if I read this correctly. I know $1,400 is a lot to many people, including myself, but considering the total amount of this package, I think they kind of done a little bit better. Of course, on the flip side of that is, how many times can we keep passing a stimulus like this? How much money can the government pass out I mean, how much is too much? We can't sustain this forever. Uh, We can't keep putting ourselves in debt like this. I mean, who knows? I don't know what the right answer is, but, you know, hopefully somebody does. Okay, let's see. $1.9 trillion and we get $1,400 per person uh, with roughly 330 million people in the United States. That comes to $462 billion. Nice chunk of change. That leaves $1.5 trillion. Now, I know not every American is going to get a check. But still, even with that number, $1.5 trillion, eh, it's probably going to fund you know, the Democrats' wit dreams. I mean, I feel like I need a PhD to read or understand this bill. Of course, all politicians write these up so that you pretty much need to be a lawyer to understand it. Hopefully some unbiased group will publish a summary or breakdown of where all the money is going. I really want to see what else is in this bill, as do you. It's going to take a little bit. I mean, you have to reference this and that and go back to stuff from like 30 years ago. I mean, how many pork projects around the world are we funding this go around? I mean, look at it looks like a lot of the blue states are going to be getting money, uh, a fair amount of money too, to you know help manage their infrastructure and deal with their you know budget deficits, you know because they mismanaged it so much. I mean, just to break down here behind enemy lines in California, uh, Democratic Senator Senator Alex Palila's office, fifteen billion for K through twelve school reopenings, in addition to. $5 billion for colleges and universities. What will that money be spent on? Cleaning? Disinfecting? I hope so. Although I'm sure it's going to be spent on a bunch of progressive programs that make you bang your head against the desk. And it's probably going to teach how bad and hateful the Republicans are. Uh, 
there's billions for vaccine distribution and coronavirus testing and tracing. Interesting, he left the numbers off for that one. $4.6 billion for California's transit systems, plus $898 million for airports. $3.8 billion to stabilize California's child care sector and expand the child care tax credit, lifting an estimated 533,000 children out of poverty. This tax credit is essentially a one-year guaranteed income for most families with children. $2.2 billion in emergency rental assistance. $1.2 billion in homeowner assistance. $590 million in homelessness assistance funding. Oh, geez. Well, there's money that's going to go to waste because they've totally failed the homeless completely. Haven't spent the money right yet. And let's see. An extra $117 million monthly through September 30th for CalFresh, the state's food stamp program. And a nearly 300% increase in the state's maximum earned income tax credit for 1.85 million workers without children. Why do I have the feeling that most of this money is never going towards its intended use? I'm sure they're going to find a way to quote-unquote divert the money elsewhere for some bullshit reason. I mean, hell, San Francisco is slated to get $600 million over the next two years. Hmm. Whose district is that? I wonder. Oh, yeah, Speaker of the House Pelosi. Imagine that. This money will help them cover their self-induced deficit for two years. Now, keep in mind, this is money going directly to the city. This does not include what the state can send to the city as well, which I'm sure is going to be a nice chunk of change. Republicans are steaming in the way the formula is set up to pay out $350 billion to states and cities. I mean, one provision is $25.5 billion will be evenly divided among all the states and the District of Columbia, and no state is going to get less than $500 million. Republicans feel the formula is providing for higher unemployment states geared towards Democrats, whose states were much more firm on rules of social distancing, curtailing business operations, especially restaurants, one of the hardest-hit industries during the COVID pandemic. It's basically paying out a share based on the amount of unemployed workers. Also causing friction is sending money directly to the cities. Republicans feel that most of the cities receiving the money, you know, it's going to be mismanaged uh, through inept leadership anyway. One congressional Republican is also pointing out how it leaves out the rural communities. Kentucky Representative James Comer, the top Republican on the House Oversight and Reform Committee, says, quote, the sneaky formula used by Democrats ensures that most of the money goes towards liberals in California and New York rather than rural communities. This bill also provides $5.2 billion in relief money to non-white farmers. Really? If the USDA is or has been engaging in racism in regards to USDA loans for farmers, is this the best way to fix that? I mean, you have to go back to the 1990 Trade Act bill to see the details referenced in this new stimulus. All the Democrats have done is create a deeper divide between the people, especially a targeted group of people, farmers, which I suspect was their intent from the beginning. Agriculture Secretary has quoted as saying, quote, for generations, socially disadvantaged farmers have struggled to fully succeed due to systemic discrimination and a cycle of debt. 
On top of the economic pain caused by the pandemic, farmers from socially disadvantaged communities are dealing with disproportionate share of COVID-19 infection rates, hospitalizations, death, and economic hurt. Boy, again, if the problem is the USDA, fucking fix it. All, again, this is just going to create a deeper divide among the people. I mean, it's it, it's sad. Of course, on, our, on the bright side of this whole thing, to speed things up, President Biden's not going to put his name on the checks. Yippee! I mean, do you really think the American public gives two shits whose name is on the check? They just want their money. And yes, it's their money. I mean, basically, it's, it's tax money being sent back to the taxpayer. Of course, another thing that's kind of jacked up about this whole bill is felons behind bars are currently set to get checks as well. Honestly, that's really messed up. The language in this bill does not exclude them from receiving the money. Now, to be fair, when President Trump signed the previous two bills, inmates were technically eligible as well. A few reports state that prison officials will put up roadblocks so that inmates cannot file with the IRS in time to receive the money. Of course, in my opinion, they should have been excluded to begin with, but I guess I would rather they get the money than send it overseas to countries that do not need it for projects that have nothing to do with COVID relief, you know, like the last one. Again, this was passed completely along party lines with one exception. Democratic Representative Jared Golden of Maine voted against it. But then again, the Democrats really don't need any Republicans to pass anything at this point. Of course, this is being dismissed as spin by the representative from Florida, Debbie Wasserman Schultz. Quote, unquote, thankfully, the misers are no longer in charge and help is on the way, she says. Uh, Isn't that a little anti-Semitic? I mean, I know she's Jewish and all, but is she so ashamed of her religion that she uses a remark like that? I mean, do people remember this piece of work? She helped rig the Democratic primaries in 2016 in favor of Hillary Clinton. She was forced to resign as chair of the Democratic National Committee. Best part I love is that she was actually booed off stage at a DNC event in 2016. Here, take a listen. she tried to bring the crowd together about a shooting in Fort Myers, Florida. Of course, leave it to a Democrat to try and, you know, get some points on gun violence there. But that tactic didn't work. They continued to boo her off the stage. Uh, Again, that tactic didn't work. And that's a tactic they just love to use. But speaking of things that just aren't working these days, let's talk about the lack of inclusion of Republicans in decision making. It seems like they really have no job at this point. President Biden issued 50 executive orders for which he called Trump a dictator. 
No need for Republican support there. What happened to the president saying he wanted to work with both you know, Democrats and Republicans and bring everybody together? What about Senator Schumer in the Senate? Said the same thing. Guess it's just a bunch of rhetoric and Democratic bullshit. They have no attention of working with Republicans. There's not been one piece of bipartisan legislation passed yet. The Democrats will continue to pass legislation without the inclusion of Republicans. And if something does come to a tie in the Senate, VP Harris will swoop right in, break that tie in favor of the Democrats. Again, can't be stopped. The current administration is going to push through some of the most progressive legislation ever seen. Of course, I'm going to call it what it is, the most destructive legislation ever seen. This country is headed down a road that will be extremely difficult to recover from. One has to ask themselves, why are the Republicans even around? Uh, is it because, I mean, no one has the balls to stand up and cause a stink or stand up to them. Why is that? What are they scared of? I think in two years, this country is going to be a third world country. Why do I say two years? Because that's a, the amount of time they have to push through all this legislation. They know that in 2022, the likelihood of losing full control is very real. Hopefully there will be some Republicans with backbone to take on these Democrats in 2022. Speaking of losing control, of course I got to go back to Governor Cuomo and his sexual harassment scandal and the uh, lack of attention and outcry from the left. It seems now that seven women have come forward to accuse the governor of sexual misconduct. As I've been writing this up, uh, the number keeps going up and now we're up to seven. I mean, I want to laugh about it, but all this really means is that there are women out there who suffered under this piece of shit, and that's not funny. Most of the lamestream media seem to be ignoring this. Why? Probably because they built this turd up so much that now they would have to admit that one of their own is a predator. The lamestream media would have more egg on their face than they already do. Why are prominent female Democrats ignoring this? The sellout VP Harris championed victim rights while she was running against President Biden in the primaries. She lambasted Kavanaugh during his confirmation hearings, but of course sold out to be the VP and further her career. What about Senator Warren? Not only did she slam Kavanaugh, but she wanted him impeached a year later. Not a peep from her. What happened to the Me Too movement? Where is all this outrage? I do not hear anyone from the Hollywood establishment crying foul on Governor Cuomo. Again, this would make them all look like fucking fools just like the lamestream media. For God's sakes, they gave this man a fucking Emmy. Still waiting to hear from you, Leo DiCaprio, Sarah Silverman, Chelsea Handler, Jada Pickett-Smith, Ben Stiller, Patricia Arquette. Where's the outrage from you guys? The Me Too movement did bring out some really horrible predators, and they got what they deserved. What happened to the accusers must be believed? Or is that only when a Republican is accused? Here we go again with the Democrats eating their own, because you know things are bad when a shitbag mayor like de Blasio from New York City calls on Cuomo to resign. That's a big gamble in my mind, because if and when Cuomo weathers the storm and manages to stay in office, de Blasio is in real trouble. That's all I have for you today. Thanks for tuning in. Today we talked about the latest stimulus package, lack of Republican input into any legislation, and the lack of outrage from the elitist left on the current Governor Cuomo sexual harassment scandal. Links to these issues are in the show notes below. As always, I encourage you to do your research on the issues and get involved. The time for staying silent is over. Thanks again for tuning in. 
please make sure you hit that download, follow, subscribe button. And if you've thought about getting into podcasting yourself, click the link in the notes as well to make your voice heard. Uh, As always, have a great day and God bless America.